Welcome to Discover Energy Work. In a second, we're going to be transported into the magical, mysterious, psychic world of Stuart Palms, psychic entertainer extraordinaire. Stuart has entertained kings, celebrities, and you and me. He's just one of these great guys. He's entrepreneurial, he's created books, and he's, he's um, what is he else has he done? He's got his own podcast, this, uh, which is Mysterious Worlds. He's a great friend, and I'm sure you'll love the show. Okay, action in three, two, one. Action! You know, he, he really knows what you're thinking, yeah? And uh, he is also um, an incredible um, hypnotherapist. And I did some sessions with him that really helped me in a, uh, quite a troubled time. And he's, I'd say he's like um, a wayfarer on the path. We've, we've spent, you know, quite a lot of time together, haven't we, uh, Stuart? We've done some uh, control remote viewing. We've, we've looked into that. And I've been on your pod- podcast, Mysterious Worlds, which is a great podcast. So you should definitely check that out. So, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. That was a lovely introduction. Uh, It's funny when people ask, how are you doing now? It's like, you almost feel, I almost feel conflicted to say I'm good. I am good. Um, But things are so weird for everybody that it's hard to just stand behind that statement. But I am good. Uh, Things are okay. Right, uh, right. I'm taking a moment every day to let go of things that are stressful that I know won't always be there. So, uh, right. as, as everyone has to, you know, it's a, it's a thing you've got to do. But it's interesting seeing the world change. And it, it's it going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how everybody handles not being on high alert anymore once we go back to some new version of normal. Right. And I'm really looking forward to what that's going to become. It, yeah, you know, I, I think there's a joke that like Christmas has come early, you know, like families have got to actually spend time with each other, you know, <laughs> in close proximity, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is sometimes a little stressful. But I mean, like, oh, you, must yeah. have, you, you must have some tips that you can give to people um, as far as that's concerned. But I'm kind of curious, like, because I find like the most interesting question I ask people like like you who are like uh, veterans of of uh, healing work and energy work and psychic things is how on earth did you get involved with it? Was there some moment of first experiencing and going right? I I gotta I gotta discover that. No. <laughs> Uh, I think for people like me, um, I think you realize you're different as a child and you kind of, you align yourself with other people who also have other versions of different. Okay. And you're not sure what the experience that you're having, why the experience you're having is different from the experience other people to have or that people seem to be expecting you to have so usually those of us who are sensitive are repeatedly told as children to toughen up and not be so sensitive and to change right and we're told very young that we should be different than we are 
Mm. And so that that becomes uh, the end to, to that world. And that becomes so so for me, I mean my, my parents are great. They're they're and create they're creative people, but I still was no one knew how to handle the fact that I was emotional and sensitive and um, I guess I just observed things differently. And I had imaginary friends or whatever that was. Right. And, you know, I had a lot of things going on that gets chalked up to like, oh, he's creative. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm creative. And so I, I latched onto, oh, he's creative. I'll just be creative. And I, uh, I studied fine art and I went into that side of things. Um, but I always... I, for my whole life, have had people come to me and tell me what they're going through, what they're working on, what they're stressed about. Right. Even as a kid. Yeah, I just so it's just like, like to putting it in a frame is like you're different, and then you notice people approaching you differently to the way they approach other people, and and in a way also other people didn't really know how to how to handle you in a way like you're you're saying like sensitive or or emotional emotional yeah Um, yeah i'm a feeler i'm a i'm a kinesthetic and and an emotional version of that Mm. um and and i didn't know for a long time that some of the things i was experiencing were related to what we're calling energy work where we're or chi or mm. there's so many names for these types of things but um you know i i would and i would see things and i would know not to not know what to do with that that kind of side of myself either um so you know it makes sense that i went into the arts it makes sense looking back in retrospect like oh i understand now why i made these choices um i i had tarot cards very young and things like that i always gravitated towards the more bohemian hippie side of stuff um because you're accepted there and and then after school i was a bartender and just i mean i attracted a lot of interesting people who wanted to sit down have a drink and talk to me and it was weird there was a period then that i was like why are all these crazy people coming to me like what is because i hadn't studied this stuff I just was experiencing it. That point. Well, I mean, I, I studied a little bit of things, but um, I got in depth into hypnosis and in depth into um, psychic things. Yeah. In a, the broader world of that. And also, um, when I stopped bartending, I, I started performing uh psychic entertainment and magic and entertainment that relates to these abilities and thoughts and concepts so um the the crux of all that was that i started having seizures and i had brain surgery and really that's like a defining moment you had seizures like okay that's suddenly you've gone from being a bartender to being a, a stage magician to having seizures and this was a right. crux. Uh, well, the big change for me of focusing on, 
I guess what you're calling the energy side of things. I don't know what else to call it either. So yeah. energy work is good. Yeah, it's the broadest so, term I could come up with. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was already, th those things were already there. But after I had uh, brain surgery, after I had a, a sort of could have died, you know, went through that kind of experience, mm. um, it changed me and I was more, open to it and I more saw that it was me. I mean, that this is part of how, who I am and then I just need to embrace it. And mm -hmm. uh, maybe it enhanced those abilities to some sense. I don't really know if that, it feels like it did, but mm. I, I'm not sure. There's no way to quantize that. So I don't know. Uh, it's a good origin story. Um, it, I mean, it, I, I, if I can sum up, it sounds like, you you had you were like one foot in one foot out and then you had this moment of like well this could be the end of my life and and the, uh, with the brain surgery and everything else well, yeah in, in in recovering from it i went and studied memory work in depth because okay. i was worried because i did have a period where memories were gone and then mm. they would come back and i'd go what was this about i was scared of losing memory so i went and got very involved in that and healing things through positivity because I had an experience where I met someone who went through the same um, surgery, the same condition. Um, and she had, and I, know I was a freelance person. She was a lawyer. So she had financial backing behind her and, when I met her, she was like, well, what do you talk about when you go to your recovery meetings? And I'm like, oh, sorry, what's that? <laughs> recovery? You know, because she had a... Right, she like had a support a system. Support group and... Mm. But she she had so much stress and anxiety. Right. And when right. I met her at that time, I, I was drinking a beer. She's like, why are you drinking? You can't drink. And I was like, I, I, yeah, I can, I can have one. <laughs> so I'm having one. Right. And guess what? Sometimes I have two. Uh, right. It's not going to kill me. I, I, I researched it and I'm, I know I'm okay because ah, we were on the same medication and I've gotten myself off that medication. Um, so I'm on no medication except vitamins and um, she is dead. Right. <laughs> she went into a coma. She stressed herself into a coma, I think. Right, right. So um, she, let, she let the condition define her. And um, I mean, I'm sure... If you looked into it, there are a lot more circumstances to it. But it was like, wow, okay. Keep keep yourself uplifted. Look at joy. You know, laugh. Hmm. Find laughter. These are important. And and um, so within that experience, I started to learn hypnosis because I knew that that somehow was going to help me. Yeah. It did. And then I started to learn different forms of meditation. So it all kind of came together and it's a process of self realization and um, opening your unconscious. And in that process, I realized that I needed to be doing this work to help people and, and um, that I see things that other people don't see. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's a. I, I think that's a good um, self-analysis. I think you've got a really good way of seeing things that 
very quickly that other people don't see. I remember, you know, um, um, I think you met my son a couple of times and I thought what you said to him was just like, wow, that's very astute, um, which, you know, I, um, I don't remember I, what I said. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what you but said. Glad, I know I'm you said something. Sense. I was like, oh, yeah. that, was, that was a good thing to say. Um, but um, yeah, um, I, I'm also, I'm kind of like uh, uh, stealthing you because like I know that you've, one thing you've said to me is you've been doing your uh, psychic show, which is to a certain extent um, uh, a trickery. Is that fair, fair to say? And then actually you've known the answers through a different way. Like you've, psych you've psychically known the answers, which is very interesting because um, um, you wouldn't be the first person to say that, that, that um, I forget the, the guy's name um, from the... Um, uh, remote viewing. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, and he he did, did he did magic. He did magic. Yeah, and he not said, Dean Radin. He's the guy. Uh, uh, Dean Radin's a great guy. Not um, Ingo Swan, but he talks about Ingo Swan a lot. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's third, not third how put I, off Russell Targ. Russell Targ. There you go. I think so. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, so he talks about yeah, it. So the guy with the Coke bottles on his eyes. Yeah, legally uh, blind driving a motorcycle. Yeah, that's, that's about it, as psychic it, as you get. Laser technology. <laughs> Interesting person all around. Yes, he. Um, yeah. So he his, he tells the story, which is very true. Uh, the story he tells is that he was doing magic and mind reading magic, and then in that experience, he started to know things that he didn't understand how he knew, and he was like, "Well, there's something there," and that's so true. That does happen. Um, and there's two sides to that community and there's people who stay with the completely, um, deception, deception based, you know, physical kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's a psychological trick, but even that is a kind of, you know, tale as well, um, where it's really, you could, you could watch it and view it as a puzzle if you wanted to. And I don't, I don't like to do that. Um, but that side of those, those, the, that community is split and, and more than half of them align towards the skeptic side and don't open themselves to. So every time they have an experience that is psychic or yeah. Yeah. energy or intuitive, they, Oh, they conflate it to be, you know, um, the one the word they the one that they they'd like, like to bring up particularly is um, confirmation bias. Oh, it's confirmation oh. bias. Oh, oh it's, right. Yep. You know, everybody has that. That you know, it's coincidence of, of some form. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't really think there are those, like they're saying. I think it's more than that. Anyway, yes. Um, my show is like I set up circumstances where I can create an amazing experience. So some kind of punctuation happens, but within that I give people readings and talk about in-depth things that I pick up and hopefully give them a hint that there's more to it than people normally realize, and also just allow wonder to happen. Well, you've given me a tarot reading and um, before, and I, 
But that's know. another thing because there's that was, not, that's just terrible. That was, that was interesting, but I'm curious because you've number one is like you've you recently had a Kickstarter, which was which is good. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to receiving receiving the cards yeah. when they're there. Those, but you've also written a, a book. Oh yeah, that's 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 fine. Um, you've written yeah. a book about um, pendulum work and dowsing, and uh-huh. I, that is like I mean dowsing is. I think there's so much energy work in dowsing. Um, and, um, is that, is that available? Can people just Lulu it or it? Wow. It looks like it's a giant <laughs> book. Okay. Now, now I see your hand. I'm like, it's enormous. <laughs> no, it's, there's two versions actually. Uh, the, the Lulu one is a printing, a bound printing. Okay. And then I had a, a, a bunch of them printed locally that have spiral bound, which I actually quite like. Um, so if people wanted the spiral bound one, they can order it directly from me. You have to yeah. message me for that. But but I like it because I have some pendulum charts in here. And uh, when I find them, I'll show you what I mean. And you can, with the spiral bound, you can turn the book back around and you can have your pendulum chart to do your pendulum work. Um, but on the, on the other one, there actually is a chart printed on the back, so you can use that too. Um, so here's what I think. I think that dowsing and pendulum work is a gateway to unlocking and opening people up to this kind of experience who've mm. never had it. Okay. Because as soon as that thing starts to work by their intention, so that they are thinking, uh, go in a circle when I teach people to do this. So if I think, uh, go in a circle, this will start to go in a circle. And all I'm doing is thinking, go in a circle. And if you're viewing this now and you've never done this before, go pick one up, you know, uh, mm-hmm. go pick, get a piece of thread and tie a ring to it. Anything, any weight on a string will do this. And if you ask it to go in a circle in your mind, and, and the best way to do that is to actually in your mind think, oh, Crystal, please spin in a circle. Right. And it will start to do that. And then if you ask it to go left and right, uh, and if I start talking about, see, it already did it. Uh, it'll start to do that. And there's lots of ways to talk about what's happening. If it's a idiomotor response of my mind unconsciously controlling my arm, yes. But where that's coming from is a deeper mystery, and, and that's what the book explores. It teaches you how to do it, and it teaches you uh, a bunch of a, a bunch of sort of games you can play with yourself where what what is the most like i'm i'm one of these people that so many things have happened to me that i'm so convinced of energy work so i i love to ask you like you know um like uh yuri geller would use pendulums to go and find little capsules of of oil that have been like distributed on menorca i think it was yeah and he found them all uh using yeah, he's an interesting guy. um but w- for you what has been like it doesn't have to be, I think it's useful if it's something you've actually experienced and you're speaking from your first-hand experience, but what, what convinced you about that modality where you went like, yes? Um, it's kind of different for me. Okay. When I was a, when I was a kid uh, and, I, and I watched Star Wars, I think the first one I saw, I think I saw it out of order. I think I saw The Empire Strikes Back first because the 
the one that affected me was was uh, uh, Luke Skywalker in the ice cave, and he's reaching out, and then the lightsaber comes into his hand. Yep. And then, and then the idea that you could think something, and then a person would react to that thought. You know, these are not the droids you're looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I saw that, that you could do some of that. I saw that happening in the real world, but then later in life, I questioned it all. I became, for a period, very skeptical, and I went through a period where I, where I was like, "Well, it's all confirmation bias. Oh, well, it's all coincidence. You can explain everything. Everything is scientific, and it can be explained." I, I had that side. And then um, I started to do, I guess I just started to do things that we could say law of attraction wise were just way too um, spot on to be anything but energy aligning to what I'm intending. Yeah. So that weirded me out. And then that, I, but that's, and that's what goes, it goes back to this brain surgery experience and the, you know, recovery and realizing, oh, I'm healing myself and, and, oh, I'm seeing myself in a different context. Yeah. I can and, totally relate to that. Yeah. And then, so there was a period of time um, when my grandmother died, my father's mother, we, we were quite, close um and that we we got each other <laughs> and uh i was actually studying painting in france whenever she died but um you know i i was in tune with it and there was some sort of feeling there that i i know was real and um so i had lots of her stuff because she was a she was really into um her house was very Asian uh, influenced, mm. a mix of Japanese and Chinese and mostly, mostly Japanese and Chinese, Tibetan stuff too. Um, she lived in Japan for a period. My grandfather was uh, there with the military and my dad was in Japan for a bit as a kid. Um, and so in her house was all this Asian stuff. I had never been to Asia at this point uh didn't know much about things except for from art history and when we took things from her collection i had some chinese paintings that i liked and things that i put on my wall <laughs> and so i had this sort of arrangement on my wall my, my spaces i've always ended up becoming like altars and the one right next to my bed was like a uh Chinese scene with a person in a boat and a flower and a misty mountain and there was other Asian stuff and I wasn't intending to focus on that it just happened and then um, I started to perform in a Japanese restaurant and then I started to be booked for more events with Asian groups and I met my wife because she booked me for her birthday party. And then that ended up in her being asked to come work in Hong Kong. And she asked, well, would you like to 
do that. And I said, I can come and visit Hong Kong and see. So all the, you know, and then it was me sitting here in Hong Kong going, I made that happen in a weird way. Mm. Like, the, you know, I arranged my energy towards focusing on, oh, I'd like to do that. And I, and I realized even I'd done it before that at one point thinking I, I'd like to live somewhere outside of America um, and experience immersion in other cultures. So that was an intention, but I wasn't like trying to do that. Yeah. It just kind of came to me. And then when I realized that I went, Oh, I'm going to do that more. <laughs> so, mm. so I, you know, I, I came about understanding these kinds of things by them happening and then realizing that I've done that. So the, you, you do you use the dowsing to kind of like, find out where you are is it is that yeah well, i'm sorry i went away from dowsing on that whole trip because you asked like where do i where do i see energy work happening that's what the answer is that, yeah, that was a big of, experience yeah, I, yeah um but it's okay i mean like um i think i think hearing what you're saying it gives me it, it's interesting for me and i think it's interesting for people to hear so well, I wouldn't say that dowsing is the place where the, you know, I have a huge experience of energy stuff. It, I mean, it, it works. I use dowsing um, to understand if something is a better decision, um, to guide myself on um, health, to guide myself on to business decisions and things like that. It's very helpful. Right. Um, finding balance. If I'm, if I'm conflicted and I don't know the answer within myself or I could see both sides, it'll help finding the answer that way and finding lost things. It's yeah. really good for that. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought you just meant in general where, where energy stuff, uh, well, yeah, that that's that's kind of what you gave me, but it's good. I mean, I actually know that the um, armed forces, certain armed forces, use dowsing. So if you're sure. doing survival uh, training, that they're going to teach you how to douse because being able to find water, or even using the power of the subconscious mind to find the nearest road, or you know whatever, um, these are really useful things because not. I mean, I. I'm not sure that everybody is able to connect, but if they can, it's an incredible tool. It's just an incredible tool. Every, here's what I believe. I believe everybody is able to connect, mm. but they need, a lot of people need to do a little work to, to sort of unlock that for themselves. Right. So if they don't do that work, if they don't practice some, some, some way, yeah. Uh, then they they're not going to become able to connect, but they have a they have a capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Brilliant. Is there? Um, I'm just thinking. Um, we've kind of covered a lot of things. Um, has there ever been moments? This is one for me. So, because I can, um, have there been moments where you've been a little bit ashamed of of energy work and. I think I have. I think I've been like, oh, I just want to be normal. I, I don't want to own up to this. I'm sure there have been moments where I'm like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> right. Yes, there have been those moments. 
generally I go the opposite direction. I'm just like, screw it. I'm, I'm going to be me. Yeah. I've seen you do that. (laughs) I really like it. (laughs) Kind of surprised me. I'm going to have a big curly mustache. What, what, what have you seen that you're thinking of? Um, uh, with you, uh, I think you just said to somebody like straight out, um, um, something like i think that i think it was like the landmark course or something you'd said oh did you do the landmark course and you're like yes. <laughs> and he's like he he went pale and it's like how how did you know and he says because you use certain words it actually wasn't psychic he said this is not psychic you use certain words yeah he but, used terminology that i understood yeah. was from that but yeah. yeah no i just trust myself and that's what that's similar to what a reading is when you do tarot or or, or yeah. oracles of any sort you just trust it and you go with and very rarely very rarely is it like no not at all or what are you talking about and usually people are like yeah exactly um and the only times that i end up with strong no's it's with people who are very about the whole experience and i'm like why do you want to do this if you're not opening yourself up to the experience right if you close yourself off is going to affect the whole thing. So open your mind. Open your mind. Yeah. Um, has there been, uh, I, I've got, I, I'm sort of drawing to a close, but I'd like uh, to ask, cause I mean, I can I think of, we were a, just started. Uh, I can think of an anecdote um, where we were doing um, the, the most simple remote viewing um practices like I, I hadn't really shown you anything like according to the the books and everything but but you picked up on a target and you described you i mean you nailed the target i gave you a few numbers i think and then i you think started, the first one we did was a car right i can't even remember i remember that yeah i remember being i i drew a picture of a car and a shell and there was some other like a container of some sort and it turned out to be an F1 car sponsored by Shell Oil. And like I, I was, that's, made, that's what made me go, oh, yep. I believe in remote viewing and uh, I believe I could do it. That's great. And I've, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've had lovely experiences with it. And I quickly, pretty quickly in experience, because I was always frustrated with the protocol, but I do think it's important to have somebody else. Right. It's hard to do alone. Uh, the monitor, um, monitor job, yeah. Monitor is really important. I, I, I would like to work on that more. Um, but yeah, I, remote viewing is fantastic. And and uh, what I what I was going at there is, I I was like, you know, the the whole thing about things. I get what it's about, but I don't feel like it's necessary, needed. That was weird. Uh, well, yeah. Um uh i don't know i mean it's i think that the genius the genius of uh of the remote viewing is that it's um it was designed to to teach anybody to do anybody and, yeah and and there's no uh, you know i was talking with Lynn. and i i recommend everybody go go on wherever you can purchase it or view it and see third eye spies which is the movie that talks about what how remote viewing started and everything it's it's really yeah. amazing very and very to see good the, when you see the 
workshops he's doing with people and how accurate people who've never done this before are getting, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was saying to Lynn, what, what, what for me, what, what convinced me wasn't him, it was my sessions. What I did yeah. convinced me, because I was coming up with um, results. I, I knew stuff, I just knew it, and I didn't, it was, I couldn't really, there was no big, um, psychicness to it there was there was no you know drums and trumpets and and angels you know and crystals uh it was just yeah i just know i just know that um yeah but have you had any other like um strange uh, experiences oh all kinds unexplainable (laughs) they become commonplace for me right um there are lots of little i mean i had an amazing beautiful one the other day, uh, in my hypnotherapy, I do a thing called mindscaping, which we've done, I think, twice. Wonderful technique, more. yeah, mindscape. Uh, I, I love mindscaping. And uh, I was doing a mindscape with a client recently, and um, in her mindscape, her personification of a goal ended up being a old square rig ship. And... Um, with uh, tall sails, like a tall sail mm-hmm. ship, tall ship. And yeah. she described it. It was very familiar to me. But as she described it, it got weirder and weirder. Uh, I, I told her to put a masthead on it to make it, you know, hers. And, and um, she put a unicorn on the masthead. And she described the captain as a big, you know, dark bearded big man who was jolly and, and wore a particular type of hat and a whole thing. And, um, and I held my tongue as she was doing the, the mindscape because you I don't want to influence things. But I also was looking around my studio to make sure there wasn't a photograph of my uncle's ship somewhere or that I, I think back that I talk about that. So it wasn't my direct influence yeah. because what she had described in her hip, hypnotic experience was exactly the tall ship that my uncle worked on as a training for, for underprivileged children would, would uh, instead of putting them juvenile detention, they would join the, the, the right, 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 right. crew of the unicorn. It was called the unicorn, it had a unicorn masthead, you're Her kidding. description of the captain captain was exactly what he looked like. I was like, oh my god! And it's actually the ship card in in my oracle deck as well. Um, so I spend a lot of time thinking about it. It's a good image for me, right? Um, so I and she blew her mind when I explained all this to her, and I was like, it's lovely. And and so that I but that happens all the time. A guy was in here doing the shaking the sticks, Chinese fortune telling thing. And I yep, was in the yep. other room and I, and it, why well, one fell and he picked it up and I said, is it 45? And he said, how the hell did you know? I don't, you know, I, I just knew. And I just trusted it and, and said it, um, you know, and I've had, I've had experiences with my aunt and my uncle and, and my other, my, my grandmother and family members who passed on. And so I know that there's stuff. Mm. <laughs> um, Wow, that's cool. I've had lots of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. 
Well, thanks, mate. Look, um, I really appreciate yeah. you uh, coming on. I, I, I want to uh, make a big shout out for your work. Um, you know, as, as I say, like um, your hypnotherapy work uh, is is great. Um, you know, definitely felt for me when I, I had it. I've been uh, doing longer longer term sessions lately. I've been doing like block five for people as a coaching session, and some people do repeated blocks um, because what I experience is that when people people come for one thing, and that unlocks a realization of something else. And then they realize that there's a whole lot of stuff that they, that they can work on and, and that it's going to help multiple things Yeah. that maybe there weren't in the beginning, maybe they weren't ready to admit. That's usually the case. Mm. Somebody comes in and they're like, I really don't want to be, uh, I really want to be able to um, give presentations. And in the experience, we find out where that fear comes from. And then it goes into, you know, healing from child abuse, you know, there's all kinds of stuff right. that can happen that people don't want to admit. And then it opens it up and they're like, Oh, I didn't even think about that being connected. So, yeah. Um, it's yeah, true. it's true. Yeah. But on things to plug, uh, my book on pendulum magic, beginner pendulum magic, you can get on Lulu. You can look at stuartpalm.com is my website. You can find it there. All the links to things. Are you, are you doing um, like bearing in mind, like everybody's stuck at home. Are you doing any uh, distance sessions? Yeah, I am working on um, doing a regular distance meditation workshop. Uh, I'm calling it mindlessness. Yeah, I like mindlessness. I think, we, we, all, I think we have enough mindfulness. I Let's totally have some mindlessness. Okay. You actually, uh, you took my joke. There's more. <laughs> there's more to it than than that. There's it's it's based on Raja Yoga and 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 uh, transcendental meditation and some other things in there, but it's. Okay. I find it very effective. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do some workshops on that. And you can, if you follow me on Facebook, I'll be posting there. So just Stuart Palm, look for Stuart Palm. Is my, uh, my, my studio is called Third Sight Studio, so I'll post there as well. On Instagram, I'm at Psychic Entertainer. So you can find me on the Instagram. Um, okay. But whatever, you know, throw, throw an intention and I'll find you. <laughs> you you've, got a, um, you've, you've got a website? That's yeah, stuartpalm.com. Oh, okay, cool. is also, you can also find me there. Um, Excellent. And yeah, Brilliant. I could keep talking about stuff, but. Fantastic. Well, um, thank you so much for coming, up, coming on and uh, giving everybody. Yeah, man, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, giving everybody your experiences, your wisdom your knowledge and uh, you my know, mindlessness yeah exactly encouraging people like to just yeah to get over themselves a little bit about this energy thing it's like it's everywhere it's everything and and uh yeah there was a the first question you're on the thing where you were asking questions was what did you first experience or start and i and i think that for me i always experienced energy work it's just cutting yourself off from it and then or turning yourself onto it, turn yourself onto it. You'll see it everywhere and you'll open yourself up to all kinds of stuff. Um, and unconscious work, trance work, meditation. These are things that help strengthen that and open that. True. Well, thanks Probably very much. Probably psychedelic too, but I want to go there. 
Thank, thanks, mate. Thank you, Richard. I'm uh, I'm going to ask everybody to subscribe and go and check Stuart out and go and check out his um, podcast, which is uh, Mysterious Worlds. It's actually super, and I've been on there a couple of times. Um, but it's he gets fantastic guests, very interesting people, and very very different. All right. If you search Mysterious World on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or whatever the other ones are, you'll find it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks again. Well, I think you'll find that was a really brilliant show, uh, even though I say it myself. Maybe I shouldn't say it myself. Look, anyway, um, I wanted to say, please go onto the Discover Energy Work Facebook page and find the subscribe to email button. If you find it, you're going to start to receive really interesting stuff from me, information about the upcoming shows, and I'm also going to be sharing some secret stuff, which... I'm not sharing on the podcast, so why not try that? Okay, have a great time. Bye-bye.